0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? So excited for this episode, man. How are you? I, this is maybe the episode I'm, I'm the most excited about. Um, I, don't, I don't know, maybe since we started this whole podcast. It very well could be. Yeah,
1: 17 years and running podcast and this is going to be the most exciting one 17
0: years in running and uh now is the time that i found my favorite podcast of all time so for those of you that don't know what's going on with today's podcast uh if you're listening live on uh, not live sorry well live on facebook or if you're listening yeah. on uh which i don't think anybody is at this moment in time because we just came on but if you are listening on itunes apple uh youtube or You know, any of those podcast platforms, we're on every single one of them. We appreciate it, and this is the professional wrestling episode. That's basically what we're going to do. We'll still have our our comedy segment. Don't worry, we'll still do the comedy side of things. Everybody calm down. Yeah, chill out. It's all good. We'll still do comedy, but we are going to start off with the Mount Rushmore of finishing moves, which is what um, Adam decided that he won right did you pick it? Yeah, you he picked Thanks to Jared Zeizer. Thanks to Jared Zeiser. We did we have the the oh I always do that. The finishing moves. And then we're just going to talk about all of our favorite things about pro wrestling going back in time. Um uh, up until now. I mean I still watch it. I know you don't watch it that much, but you, you still would know a few of the names that are out there. Sure. So uh yeah man i'm
1: i'm pretty excited
0: about this i'm pretty excited
1: so am i um yeah so let's let's kick it off let's let's start in with the mount rushmore of finishing moves
0: the mount rushmore of finishing moves so adam to start this thing off i guess i guess i need to ask you do you actually have four is it four or five Four. Do you actually have four? I, I feel like I ask you how many people are on the are on Mount Rushmore every single week. I ask how many people are on Mount Rushmore. I think we
1: got two weeks in a row, but not every single week. Well, <laughs> but we're on we're on a
0: roll here. So I don't know anything about Mount Rushmore, but uh, so there you go. there will be there will be um, yeah yeah. That's where we're at. So it's, it's four, four of them. Do you have four?
1: I have four. You've got 80.
0: I have like 37 (laughs) written down. I have zero idea where I'm going with this, but I'm going to let you start off. And then I'm just going to start talking through my list. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of going to get this podcast going. I'll start talking through it. We'll figure out where we're at with it in the end. I'll tell you this, though. uh, Ultimate Warrior, who is both one of our favorite wrestlers of all time, his running splash 100% is not. Not even on close. my fin- on on my finishers, not, not even not,
1: a, not even a little bit. No, not even a little bit. Uh, neither is, and you mentioned it last week. Hulk Hogan, uh, his his leg drop. I mean, that's not either. It's the silliest thing. Watching some watching videos of finishing moves, there are some of the dumbest finishing moves I have ever. I could ever like. I just couldn't imagine the creative minds and the. WWE, WCW, they're in all of them, could allow a star to have a finishing move that's something like a clothesline or a big punch or yeah, something there's, like there's, that. There's, <laughs> there's something called the hammer punch. Some guy had one called the hammer punch,
0: and it was on, like, set. I had I watched so many YouTube videos, dude. <laughs> there was the top 100, the top 15, the top 20. I watched so many. One guy made the top 100 with, he just punched a I mean, Big Show had his chokeslam on there, and I don't know what they called his punching finisher, but he had one where he just punches a guy. And did you know that the uh, that, um, Undertaker has a submission hold uh, as a finisher as well? What is it? Uh, I don't remember? know. I'm going to look it up right now because I watched it a bunch of times, and it looks ridiculous. But
1: I don't remember that.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up right now. But...
1: While I look that up, you go ahead get started on yours. All right, I'm gonna save. I have a I have a number one. I have a number one favorite. The others are just kind of in there. This was hard. Hell's Gate. It's called um, Hell's Gate. Okay, I got Okay, I have to. I have to watch a video of that. Um, let's start with the most recent one that I haven't seen much of because Ray Mysterio Jr. started wrestling when i was still watching yes but he wasn't the star that he became when i stopped watching sure he's a smaller guy and is you know really nimble and athletic and all that kind of stuff and and he can do he's one of the luchadors married the luchadors right uh, in wcw that's right and that's that's where i first remember him from um I, I, people make, made a big deal about, the is it 619, I think? The 619 he... is kind of, that's the setup, though.
0: Okay. So you have the setup and you have the finisher. The 619 is more of a setup, right? Okay. so Because he hits the 619, you fall back out of the ropes, and then he goes to the top rope for a finisher.
1: And let me say something about the 619 real quick. That, uh, in all the wrestling matches I watched in my life, only once in a while... Did a guy end up draped over the second rope? Unless you're wrestling Rey Mysterio Jr. You're wrestling Jr. Rey Mysterio Jr. every single match. What are you trying to that. say, man? Are you trying to say this is not real and it's scripted? No. I, it, every bit of it is absolutely real. Uh, these are guys that have, these are real people with real feuds and real fights. These are real, actually, fights that are going on. Uh, no, All of course. Right, not. Obviously
0: not, but. Obviously not, <laughs> so, but. So, I, so the I, watched 619.
1: A, I watched a whole video dedicated to the 619. So it made me think that the, that was his finishing move. I was glad to know that you said that's not the actual finisher. Is it the springboard?
0: No, he goes up on the top. He, he does like a moonsault
1: off the top. Is that what it's called? Moonsault? I think so, yeah. Okay. I This guy was calling it a springboard. I don't know. I, anybody can post to YouTube. Uh, so obviously if you're watching us on YouTube hello. Um so if the, if it's the moon salt, then that's that's what I, I put springboard because the they weren't calling it that I think when I was watching the uh, from the videos I was watching. So um, so we'll call it either the, the springboard or the moon salt. Where he Hurricane Rana, sorry, the oh Hurricane my gosh. Rana. Yeah. How was that not? How did they not? Okay, maybe those were all from.
0: I love all the Henry. top rope stuff. Everything off the top rope is, is is is. I love everything. Anytime someone jumps off the top rope. Especially like this dude Ricochet or like a Jeff Hardy or Matt Hardy or these guys like that. Dolph Ziggler well, not as much Dolph Ziggler, but just a lot there's a lot of super athletic dudes that do like twelve flips and yeah. Like Jeff Hardy does that where he dives and he's just dives at you and then at the last second tucks his head and rolls over, like lands his shoulders on you and rolls over. It's it's oh my gosh, insane.
1: So this thing Rey Mysterio does is kinda like that where he like gets his Legs up over your head and then flips you over and then re and then is like in position to reach back and grab your legs and pin you right off of it. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so that's Hurricane Rana. Hurricane Rana. Hurricane Rana. Hurricane Rana. So you're putting that on there. That's that's on there. I like that move. Okay. Um. These next two, I think you're going to be disappointed in, but it's hard to not put the moves on as much as we're talking about the leg drop is dumb the. You know, Ultimate Warriors running splash. splash. Yeah, he just runs and jumps on you. But the finishing moves for our favorite wrestlers when we were watching them were like sent me over the edge. I mean, I was it was so electric. Like when those things happened, it was like I lost my mind. Yeah. So it's hard not to want to put those things on there. I'll put the stone cold stunner. Man. That's to I'm good with that. Okay. I know you, I, you,
0: no, I'm good with that. The electricity that it brings. And, and when stone cold does it, I mean, sometimes it looks like dudes jaws getting broke on his shoulder. You're watching. I don't know about that. You're watching, <laughs> but you're watching. That's generous. <laughs> the best is when he does it to Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon just flops around the, the ring for 15, actor. for 15
1: minutes. <laughs> Vince McMahon is so hard to watch. Um, but that, but it was that it was such a big feud, and we and you hated Vince McMahon, and you loved Stone Cold, and that's those Raw nights, Monday Night Raws, were when when there was ten minutes left, even if he wasn't involved in the main event match, you knew in the last five or ten minutes, Stone Cold Steve Austin was gonna make an appearance, was gonna come out, drive a Zamboni, you drive were gonna hear whatever, the, the glass truck,
0: smash,
1: yes, beers thrown at him. And he's coming out, and he didn't care if it was a good guy, bad guy. Uh, which we should probably set ground rules for that. Now, we want to call him that. We want to call him heels and baby faces. We want to. I think we just, you can call him anything you anything want. You I'll want. probably
0: just say I'll probably say heel and face, or or face or good you. guy. I don't I don't go good guy bad guy. I don't I don't even call him heel or face. I just You're I just love all, wrestling. fan. No, dude, I'll tell you what. Over the past like three years, I've watched every. Uh, uh, behind the ring or whatever, dark dark side of the ring. I've watched like eighteen every possible thing I can watch on wrestling, especially old stuff. I love it. I eat that stuff up. The K Fab where nobody you weren't allowed to talk about. Like you weren't allowed to hang out with your friends outside of the locker room because if you had a feud with them in the ring, Is that like, right? Yeah, you had to you had to play that persona all
1: the time that's crazy did that happen at some point like later or was that like that that that
0: was forever you could that was forever and then somewhere in the seven late late or early 80s i want to say some dude uh went on 2020 and then vince mcmahon had had a dr d smacked the dude in the face and then vince mcmahon got sued and then vince mcmahon came out and said yeah uh, I, I'm not paying taxes for sporting events to these venues anymore. This is entertainment, sports entertainment. And then he explained that it's not a sport. Now it's entertainment. That happened in the late 80s and then it became sports entertainment. He got cheaper venues and then Vince McMahon got, he basically did what he had one of the wrestlers smack a 2020 reporter for. <laughs> If any of that makes sense.
1: So, it it does. So, um, okay. So, that was so exciting when Stone Cold came out. All of it, not just the stunner, but he would stun everybody. And then he would, you know, do his whole thing with the beers and and chugging those things and flipping people off. And I don't know why I liked that back then. Talking through that, I'm like, what an awful guy, you know?
0: I don't know, man. (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now, though, but he was – but he was like loved. He was beloved by everyone. Oh, he, man. if you go back, so you know Stone Cold and, or no, I'm sorry, that was st- Stone Cold came. I can't remember who Stone Cold, um, came up with. But he was like you know the st- stunning Stone Cold. Oh no, he came up with uh, um, the guy who died. What was his name? Pillman. Brian, Brian Pillman. Pillman. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they came up together as you know the Beauty Boys or whatever they were, and he's like long flowing hair, good looking. Oh, the blonde. Dude.
1: Blonde beauties or something. Or I don't those. remember what it yeah, was, yeah. but either way, like
0: you. looking good. Like I didn't when I first started getting into really getting into this, and go back and I'm like stunning, stone cold Steve, or stunning, Steve Austin. Like man, there's been two. How weird is it that there's two different Steve Austins? <laughs> I didn't even know it was the same guy. Like even looking at pictures of them, I, I didn't I don't even realize it's the same guy. The the long
1: locks were uh, were very surprising to see. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I'm I, I'm going with the stunner. This next one's going to be even worse for you. I'm putting the tombstone on there. Uh, Undertaker's why, tombstone. Why do you feel like that's worse? Why do you feel like that's worse? It's 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 kind of a simple move, but I'll tell you, there's something about, you know, it was just like, especially early on when he was really working that, you know, that, that actual Undertaker yeah, the, persona. The, he, was, the, he was the dead man. Yeah, he was like, yeah. And, uh, so everything was so scary and his music was slow and it was all dark and he had the purple, uh, the purple stuff and the eye shadow and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, that was fun. And the Hollywood blondes. Thank you, Eric. Hollywood yeah. blondes. Yeah. That's what I was just looking at. Uh, by the way, shout out Eric Agnan, commissioner of the CBL Chevy basketball league, uh, that I play in every year, uh, Just finished. We got. uh, We got. I was telling you before this started. We got uh, beat by thirty in the semifinals. But uh, so so still fun. If
0: I'm not mistaken, the the CBL
1: is uh, that's where they actually keep stats, right? Don't you guys keep stats in that? Eric has been great enough to continue the tradition of keeping stats. We've got a website post all the stats, the schedule, everything. Oh, there's it's a definitely. website for this? There's a website. So I can
0: go on and take a look at what Adam
1: Schmidt did for the year. Google Chiviot Basketball. I, I think it's com or something like that, but just Google Chiviot Basketball League and it'll come up. And you can pull up the stats. They're sortable. You can sort by, you know, however you want to do it. Uh,
0: What team did you play on this year? I North was – North Carolina. Miami. You were Miami. Ooh. I was on
1: Miami. Yeah, didn't, didn't end well. We didn't <laughs> – we didn't we didn't do well. Um anyway, uh and he is also a so so uh commissioner of our basketball league and also. Ooh, look a at you, time week six, fan.
0: dropping twenty six points, a- six rebounds, <laughs> six assists, three turnovers, not bad. Average average Adam averaged almost 14,
1: 14 a game. Yeah. It's not bad, Bob. Not that, bad. My 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 lowest probably of my career in that league, but <laughs> so I'm getting worse for sure every year. Um and we have there's a draft. There's also a draft in this league, so you get drafted. Ooh. And that's how Where'd they Where'd you go this teams. year? I think I was I think I was second round. I I'm pretty sure. And I Where's I, Joey go? Where's your brother go? He's got to be 3rd or 4th. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, he's got to be third, I would think. Um Anyway, I will never, ever, ever be a first-round pick again in my life, but (laughs) that's beside the point. You don't know that. Um, I do know that. Boy, it's just I'm feeling everything. I even got hurt at the end of that 30-point loss to make it even worse. (laughs) Uh, Jacked my neck up a little bit. But anyway, feeling better today. I got the tombstone just... The whole thing with The Undertaker, the way he did it. He started it with the – I'll tell you, some of these setup moves are just as uh, – make – help make the finisher. The yeah. choke slam where he puts him down. And, I mean, he didn't always start it with the choke slam, but sometimes he finished it with the choke slam. Yeah, but, the choke slam I would consider a finisher. He 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 ended with the choke slam. Sure. Yeah. But the tombstone was fun, and I think there's just a thing I, I enjoyed about the – him going to his knees with the guy, the actual pile driver – and then the guy like hitting the ground the second time, like his yeah. body laying out in front yeah. of him I, there was something about that like the two beat thing of, of of the the whole move finishing is I don't know it did something for me so I've got the uh, hurricane Rana yeah hurricane Rana I, I feel weird about saying that stunner tombstone my favorite I'm gonna say because he was. Definitely one of my favorite. I th- I'm pretty sure I put him on the Mount Rushmore when we did. I got an, I got an idea where you're going. You want to guess? You want I'm to gonna, I want to guess. I want to guess. guess it.
0: Are you going to go with the flying elbow with Randy Macho Man Savage? I'm not. Oh, no. I'm not. Hold on a second because we're not doing Hulk Hogan's leg drop. We're not doing the Ultimate Warrior Splash. Who was one of Adam's favorite guys back then? I don't know. Were you a Brutus the Barber beefcake guy? Uh, I liked Brutus, but British uh British Bulldog.
1: That. I like British Bulldog as well. Yeah. David Boy Smith. Yeah. yeah. All
0: right, what do you got?
1: I got the sharpshooter, Mr. Bret Oh, Bret Hart and the sharpshooter. The sharpshooter's good. I like the sharpshooter. Uh, well, I love the sharpshooter from the Hitman. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was close to putting the figure four leg lock, which is a little bit similar. Um, yeah, but the figure four drops in front of the
0: guy Well, in, where the you kind of bend him back almost like I mean, I, I like the sharpshooter better. The figure four so leg do lock I. does. It, there's no pain in like it doesn't look like
1: it even hurts the other person even <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah, um, it's still kind of fun because you just like tangle your you tie them yeah, up in you're a pretzel all and slip flipped around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, the sharpshooter was my favorite one. I love Brett. So, loved so Bret I have Hart. a question for you. So isn't the
0: sharpshooter basically the scorpion deathlock or the scorpion? Yeah, it was very similar. I
1: think. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it was the almost the exact same thing. It might have been the same thing, yeah. I mean that that's going to be a theme. I think you're going to talk about that in a little bit is a lot of guys had the same finishing moves or very very so close. similar just yeah. what
0: do they do like the like we talked about when before we started this thing the the like the diamond cutter, the RKO for Randy Orton, uh the Dudley Boys did that 3D whatever where the basically they held one up and then RKO them or, yeah. or or Whatever you want to call that move for who, whichever wrestler is your favorite. For me, it'll always be the diamond cutter. Sure. So uh, I'll start mine off. So that's your four then, right? That's my so four. I'll start my four off. I love the diamond cutter, but I'm not just going to call it the diamond cutter. I want I love the way all these people do it. Like the Dudley Brothers, when they either are from the top rope and he's holding them up in the air or he throws them up in the air. Anything when they're they're up in the air and then get and then get – uh RKO'd or, or or diamond cuttered or whatever you want to call it. That's one for me. After that, man, I'm gonna tell you what, dude, there's this thing going on now where they do it's almost like a twisted DDT kind of a move. Uh it's in and twisted Abigail or what's it called? The sister Abigail that um Bray Wyatt does, mm-hmm. the fiend. That's he like bends the dude all the way backwards and stares at the camera and then flips them around on their face. I think that's the coolest thing in the world and that dude scares me to death. <laughs> he just got just got fired. Or just got laid off, yeah. Is that right? WWE. Yeah, he was just he was supposed to start making his television comeback uh after an injury, uh after a long feud with Randy Orton and uh yeah, now uh they just let him go said it was for uh Dollar, dollar bills, oh, and he was so good. Everything he did was so good. He's going to go somewhere and reinvent himself again, and he's going to be a star.
1: But is 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 there any other organization? Anywhere close to the WWE? Oh, TNA's
0: right on all time, and a, um, AEW? AEW is is getting bigger. Yes, yeah, those... Sting's there now, and that guy Dansby, whatever his name is. Yeah, that's he B. Swanson yeah, from he, the Yeah, <laughs> from the Braves, no. <laughs> I mean, they just call him Dansby. Anyway, he's a little small, little scrawny guy, but he flies around. That dude is insane, the stuff he does. Um, so, yeah, but there's, there's just so many. So... I don't know. So I love that. And then we talk about coming off the top rope, the Swan Tom bomb from Jeff Hardy. Well, I was talking about earlier. That's I got to put that up. there as one of my favorites. I don't know if it's quite there or not. There's a guy named John Morrison now that teams up with the Miz, who is way a billion times more athletic than anyone I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: The Russell Westbrook of yes wrestling yes
0: wow this dude does like 37 flips off the top rope and then lands on you full it that it looks like it hurts
1: because
0: wow. he's got no control once he once he does the third flip that dude doesn't know how he's gonna land on you His whole body's coming on you but they're rolling off of each other and they they
1: know what they're doing i'll tell you there are some of these things that i've seen seen videos of i'm like how can you even allow that? It's so dangerous. There's like the chance of you landing on your neck or the guy you're performing it on landing on his neck and breaking it. It seems very high. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. But they, that's what these me.
0: dudes do, man. That's what, that's, that's what brings. When you make it to the WWE, you're no longer in the indie circuit. You're no longer doing all this weird stuff in people's backyards. You know, I mean, WWE's got so many. Fingers out there now. They got NXT, which is basically how they bring wrestlers up now, right? So even their even their minor league wrestling is, the G is, league is the- yeah, <laughs> their G League is even is even killing it. Um, Kieran, Kieran Cross or something like that. That guy's the champion down there, and he's been on Raw the last few weeks. He's been making a little making a little uh, jump out there. So anyway, I also love the Power Bomb and they've got the you know the big power bomb that uh you know that uh kevin nash would do jackknife power bomb i mean basically throw him up in the air Uh, kevin owens did a power bomb for quite a while now his thing seems to be the stunner but uh i I'm, i'm putting the power bomb on there because these big mammoth people that just pick up other mammoth people and Get them over their head like seven feet in the air and throw them on the ground. I think that – I love that. I love every bit of that. Yeah, it, it, it's mostly bigger guys because I think yeah. Batista did it. Batista did it. Yep, he had the one where he like fell to the ground too. Like he like he didn't just throw you. He picked you up and then came down and landed mm-hmm. on his butt while you landed down. Like that's a little extra Oh on it. You know what I mean? Sure. I love it. Oh, I love that. So I don't know. So I, I think I'm going to put the I'm going to I've talked myself into the power bomb. So I've got the diamond cutter slash RKO slash whatever you want to call that. I've got the power bomb. Um, I want to I want to get something off the top rope, and I want to get um, I want to get a submission hold. So I'm going to go with the submission hold because I'm looking at a bunch of them. You had the Crippler cross cross face. That was you know that looked like Chris Benoit was tearing your face apart. Um,
1: Somebody there's a girl now that does it. Uh, oh, a, a, a uh, version of it. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, oh, Banks. Um, yeah, because it's the bank, uh, the it? bank lock or something like that. Yeah, it's the bank, yeah, something like that. The bank loan or the bank, uh, embankment. The, uh, I don't know, but Carlton, I know you're talking about. Yeah, she's the, banks, uh, yeah, she just lost the title to yeah, Bank
0: Statement. The Bank Statement. There you go.
1: Thanks, Eric.
0: He's got, we should have just had him on the show. <laughs> I know. We should have so, had Eric on the show. <laughs> so, uh, or, you know, one of the ones that I used to love back in the day, because when we started getting back into wrestling, right? So, like, when I was in, like, my my 7th, 8th grade year of, of grade school, freshman, sophomore year of high school, mm-hmm. started really getting back into wrestling again. That was WCW took over, the NWO, Wolfpack, Goldberg, that whole deal. So, at that time... I also it was when um was when MMA started getting s- slowly starting to get bigger right so kind of after we got out of high school, mm-hmm. Kent Shamrock was a big MMA guy and he came in the to um, into the world of professional wrestling and would do the ankle lock.
1: If you put the ankle lock on your Mount Rushmore,
0: there's no chance out of here. I, but here's what I was gonna say: I didn't know. Kurt Angle did that, too. He had the angle suplex or whatever he had, but he also did the ankle lock. I don't ever remember seeing that until I started watching these videos the other day, and he did it, and I started cracking up. I think those are actual, like, real wrestling moves, aren't they? Oh, I mean, mean, both of those guys are real wrestlers, so I would assume so. So, anyway, I am going to go. I am going to do a – I am going to do – I don't want to go with the Crippler Crossface, Obviously,
1: I'm not going with the ankle lock. It, I'm not how, doing – How much of it do you not want to go with the cross-face Because, because Chris Benoit murdered, murdered people? his family? No, and nothing, his... that has nothing to do with it <laughs> okay. at all. We're talking about wrestling. I can,
0: separate, I can separate the two. I have no problem with that. Okay. No problem at all. Chris Benoit was an amazing wrestler. Yeah. He was just you – know, he, he, uh, You know, maybe he had a little touch of CPD or CPD, COPD, Dude, or yeah, what's hey, it called? What's the brain thing called? Now I got you. You don't even know what it's called. CTE. CTE. He probably had a little touch of the CTE. So anyway, um, all right. So what I'm going to go with, though, to end it all, it had a couple names. It had a couple names. The one that I grew up with, the one that I know the best, is the Lion Tamer. Oh, yeah. It looked like Chris Jericho was folding you in half. And sometimes he'd even have, like, a knee on the guy's head when he was bending them in half.
1: I almost wrote that one down because I was watching videos of that one. I'm like, Oh my God. Cause some, yeah, you're right. Some of them looked really brutal. I'm like, yeah, that hurts. Cause I'm having neck and back problems right now. And I do not like watching that. While I'm having those yeah. Days. So last, so we
0: got to have one more. I need one more. Mm-hmm. I love the stuff off the top rope. There's just so many crazy ones. I, I couldn't, I feel like I couldn't pick one. Macho Man, when Macho Man stood on the top, threw out an oh yeah, oh oh, oh, yeah, and then, you know, held his hands up and jumped off. It was the greatest thing in the world. However, the DDT looks like it could kill somebody. Like, it looks like it could kill somebody. Just dropping people on their head. Yeah. No, but see, I don't want to go there either. You know the other move that I really loved? The Razor's Edge.
1: Mm-hmm. I loved it. Sort of a sort of a version of the powerbomb a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's a definitely yeah, it's definitely a version of the powerbomb, it's mm-hmm. just instead of, you know, starting between your legs and flipping them up in the air, you just start them on your back. Going back the back. And then you fall forward. I love how he just fall forward with them. Yeah. <sighs> Man, this is so difficult. Um I really don't know. I keep going back and forth between between the two. It's either going to be it's either going to be the razors that i'm going with the razor's edge because i love scott hall and the poor guy was an actual drunk and was getting in all kinds of trouble and then eric bischoff plays that and writes that into the script (laughs) like he was never actually well he might have been once or twice but like all the times he came out falling over that wasn't real he wasn't actually that hammered on at the there he said there's no way i could have wrestled on a With a bunch of booze in my stomach. He said, however, afterwards, I was completely bombed after everything. So, Eric Bischoff's like, yeah, get a little head start. Eric Bischoff's like, yeah, go ahead. They got divorced. Him and his wife get divorced in 1998 or something like that. Scott Hall and his wife, because all the craziness that he's got going on in his life. Mm -hmm. And then she writes like an open letter in the wrestling, what's it called? The. Oh, some wrestling newsletter or whatever writes an open letter like Eric Bischoff's the biggest piece of crap. This dude really has a problem. Since they've started this, he's wrecked. He wrecked three, three rental cars in five days. Two of them in the same day. He wrecked two rental cars in the same day. Oh my god! He rolled a vehicle three times, not a scratch.
1: Oh my god! Yeah.
0: Ugh. Scott Hall. God, I'm going with Razor's Edge. I love Scott Hall.
1: Yeah, I I love when he was Razor Ramon. I think he was a heel then, but there was something about yeah. Him he, just, he was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was the, the bad, bad guy. guy. Right, right, yeah. right, uh, Yeah, and he would flick the toothpick and everything. That was that was to fun, this
0: day though. he has a toothpick in his mouth.
1: He was I, I was
0: watching something where he was about to get surgery as an old fat dude, and he had the whole time he's when they're ready to get surgery, he's got a toothpick. In it's his a mouth. real life thing. Yeah. I wonder if it's one of
1: those mint toothpicks, if he does the ugh, mint toothpicks. so gross.
0: Like, There's really? nothing worse than going to a restaurant. You can't do it anymore because you can't touch anything. Yeah. You don't even put toothpicks out anymore. But rolling that little roller or picking out that little plastic toothpick, open it up and go
1: ugh, Mint? You like that better than wood taste? No, I don't. I mean, you like the wood taste better than yeah. a little mint flavor. Yeah, there's um, some. it's just weird. You don't like, like mint anyway. I you can't don't.
0: stand. I, you know, in in a mint, I just like. I love mints. If I want a mint, I'll get a mint. But if I need a toothpick to pick stuff out of my teeth, I don't want to use a mint.
1: It's the it's if I the, want it's the chocolate cream, with mint you don't like. Yeah, if
0: I want ice cream or if I want chocolate, I don't want mint. There's a two totally different tastes that i don't want i mix everything together i don't want that mixed okay sorry okay. No, I got so you. that's gonna all be right. mine that's gonna be mine you got the f5 so just other ones i wrote down i got the f5 i made sure not to put the f5 on mine you don't because like i can't brock stand brock <laughs> the so um uh the curb stump. oh my gosh i can't believe that i'm forgetting all these people's names now so ridiculous. Anyway, there's uh, there's there so many people use the the big leg kick. Uh, you've got the brogue kick
1: or whatever it is with I, Sheamus. I wrote two down that I was like, those are the worst finishing moves I've ever seen. One is the bro kick, and one is the GTS that CM Punk does. Um, you didn't like that? Now I'm trying to think, and I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, no, he he puts you he puts you up on his shoulders. And then he lets you back down on your feet, and then raises his knee like he's kind of kneeing you in the chest <laughs> There's or something. Supposed to be kneeing the face. And and, and it's, it's, it's it's he he did not sell
0: one of those to me. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't. CM terrible. Punk try to get into uh, try to get into MMA or something. I think he did. I think yeah. he had a couple of MMA fights. Yeah, he, got his, he might still be.
1: He got his rear end kicked if I remember correctly. Yeah, I. I wrote those two down as really bad ones. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. I wrote one more down that I haven't mentioned that I really liked and that was the perfect plex. Mr. Perfect.
0: I, Mr. Perfect was great, yes, because any I like those are fun. The ones that when when you when you do your move and you finish in a pin. Yeah. I, that's that's pretty slick. I love you that. gotta love that. So I'm changing. It's not gonna be the razor's edge. That's not my last one. I am going to take the the setup of the spear. In the jackhammer by Goldberg. The jackhammer was the most impressive move because it didn't matter how big they were, and I know that the guy the guy he's picking up's got a lot to do with it because they gotta keep their legs straight, but he still gotta hold three hundred pounds and walk around the ring with it and balance it on his shoulder basically. I'm going with Goldberg's Jack plus I was the biggest Goldberg fan you in Same. the world.
1: Absolutely. I, I right still
0: there. have Goldberg shirts. I bought my dad a Goldberg shirt for Father's Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> last year.
0: <laughs> Not last year. Like 1997.
1: <laughs> uh, Eric mentions one, Go to Sleep, which was CM Punk also. And I remember seeing that. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but I remember seeing that on all the videos I was watching. I was like, all right, that's a pretty good one. Was it just a sleeper hold? No, no, no. It was... Um, I'm trying to. I, I can't remember. I'd have to pull it up. But I mean, anyway. because I,
0: you know, like like Samoa Joe and all, you know, with a triangle headlock and the sleeper hold time. Yeah, you know, uh, you, the Lex Luger had the rack. Remember yep. that? That looked like that was painful. Yep. Like I couldn't imagine being on someone's back and them just jumping up and down with you on their back. Mm-hmm.
1: That looks incredibly painful. Do you remember Yokozuna's finishing move? Did he just jump on you with his butt? I think he just hopped up on like the first rope and got you in the corner, hopped up on the first rope, and yeah, and sat on sat him on it.
0: So you know he was Samoan. He was a Samoan. He was a he's part of the yeah, Rock family and and that whole and the uh, the Uso brothers and and uh, Roman Reigns, all those cousins. He's part of that whole. Family cousin, family group. Rikishi,
1: Rikishi was part of that group. Sold him as a uh, as a Japanese yeah. sumo wrestler. Yep,
0: and Rikishi kind of got pushed into that into that Japanese sumo wrestler thing as well.
1: Hmm. I'll tell you, um, I don't watch the new stuff, obviously, but uh, Roman Reigns has the wrestler look. Like he is an Dude, impressive, bad. He's looking a, guy. Yes, he is. He that's is. that's the guy. Like I'm like, okay, if there's going to be a star. You want it to be that guy because yeah. he has the best wrestler look.
0: I believe he holds the U.S. title now, if I'm not mistaken, oh. on SmackDown. Who holds you the know who else, Canadian Bobby, title? I don't know, but uh, Bobby Lashley does does the full Nelson. He's, he does a, a full Nelson on you right? and, like, lifts him up and shakes him when you're in a full Nelson. That's a pretty good one. And Bobby Lashley, that's another dude that you see Bobby Lashley, you're like, man. That dude was built for professional wrestling. Adonis. That dude is scary looking. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just always he just always looks so mad. I don't know why he's always so mad.
1: (laughs) Isn't he another guy that did that has fought in MMA?
0: Oh, I don't know about that. I couldn't tell you. I think no idea.
1: Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, yeah, it's funny. thinking about there's now becoming a pretty long list of guys who have gone from pro wrestling to MMA or, and, and the other way too, sometimes I think. Yeah. Um, and starting with Ken Shamrock and Dan Severn, Dan Severn did the same thing. Um, yeah, that was, so,
0: so WCW, when WCW started stealing guys, right. It kind of started with the big one that they took was the, was the Outsiders when the Outsiders went over Kevin Nash and and um, and Scott Hall? So they go over there, and that kind of became what we watched, right? Like I didn't watch Raw during that time frame. And that's kind of when The Rock was 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 coming up, and when Stone Cold was big at that point in time on there. You know, started the Attitude Era kind of 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 WWE. So. Were you more of a WCW guy then, or were you a, a WWE
1: guy then? I think, uh, yeah. I think you and I ended up watching uh, a lot of that stuff together. So I think we watched a lot of WCW, and I was I was that way. I, I I think I was a bigger WCW at that time when they were like at their height, which was like ninety. I think they started 96, getting up 95, ninety five, ninety six, yeah. and it only lasted four years, maybe. Yeah, two thousand
0: one, two thousand two, maybe, maybe.
1: It, it, yeah, it, it really. They. I was reading stuff that it. It started in like '99. They started making some tougher, some bad decisions. Um, uh, Hogan became a heel, and then they in 2000 Goldberg became a heel, and then they made a couple like other real bad decisions. As a matter of fact, <laughs> uh, Goldberg became a heel in 2000, and their world champion at one point was. C-list actor, David Arquette. Yeah. See, and then uh, in 2001, they were done.
0: Have you seen the whole David Arquette, the little, the the deal where he came back and he wanted to get back into wrestling to show he actually did a bunch of wrestling schools and went all over the place and wanted to come back and prove himself because to this day, since he did that, the dude is like, never hasn't acted since then. like, and, and every wrestling per every old time wrestler hates him. Draws from the nasty boys used to like puts on this thing every year around WrestleMania and has all these ex wrestlers come and like wanted to beat the crap out of David Arquette for even showing up at the door. Wow, that's all because he, he didn't work for it. He didn't you know start at the bottom and and work through the being out of town for you know 350 out of 365 days a year and 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 they hated him. And in the end, it was it wasn't even his fault. Eric Bischoff was the one who was like, "Hey, let's do this. This sounds pretty cool. Let's just throw somebody throw. I think it was DDP that that just threw him down on top of uh, whoever the champion was, and he became the and he held it for a while. And David Arquette came in and he wrestled this dude, who if ECW was still a thing, this dude wouldn't even be on ECW. He's so crazy. They call him Death Matches." And, uh, it's on the dark side of the ring. This guy's got his own dark side of the ring. He's, he's a, he's a psycho crazy man, but he does a match with him and gets cut and like his, not his jugular, but he like thought he was, he thought his jugular was cut. He was freaked out, freaked out of his mind. Now he is, uh, he is, uh, and I think he wrestled Brian Pillman's son too. Oh, wow. Yeah, he wrestled Brian Pillman's son in that same little uh, time frame. He did a bunch of wrestling, and he actually went on the road and did a bunch. Of, he was doing backyard shows of, you know, p- kids putting wrestling stuff together, and he was doing that, and he had a gimmick, and, and he just wanted to show, listen, hey, I'm out here. I'm, I want, I'm, I'm done getting made fun of, and then in two years, Draw, the next time Draws had his little whatever it was at the Rumble or WrestleMania, whatever it was, he heard all about all these fights he was doing. He was getting his head kicked in by all these people like big like he was getting beat up. And they accepted him and finally realized, okay, good for you. You you finally taken your licks. Paid your dues, huh? Paid
1: your dues. That's interesting. Uh it kind of that that kind of makes me think about like uh like comedians. Of course we always talk about comedy on this podcast, but that makes me think about like the comedians that spend 10 years, like doing bad shows in front of bad crowds, little tiny crowds at 2 AM heart, you know, make almost no money and really struggle badly for a long time before they get really, before they get good and start, you know, headlining and stuff like that. And then like, kids on YouTube are throwing up a video on YouTube and becoming yeah. super famous and rich, yep. you know, with, with some sort of comedy, like a, a skit or, you know, or just like jumping through a window or something like that. And um, Nick gauge, the ultra violence of Nick gauge, go on the dark side of the
0: ring and watch that. This dude is crazy. How old is he? Probably 40 now, Maybe. I'd say. Okay. So speaking of that, let's get into this. Let's get into this. How about this next question for you? So, Uh, when, when, when you were, when we were little, right. So this is even before maybe I really started getting back into WCW and all that. So this would be like in the early nineties, Paul Heyman comes out and he renames ECW extreme championship wrestling. I had a six inch black and white, like portable TV that I had next to my bed and I could get Channel 25 on it. You know, you had to switch to the UHF instead of the VHF <laughs> and scroll. You kids don't know what that means. Go over to it. And I used to watch Terry Funk and Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman and and New Jack, the cra- maybe the craziest dude out of all of them, and, and Mick Foley at that time, Rob Van Dam, Taz, Taz. Uh, what was the guy with the with the turban? Uh, uh, oh, I keep wanting to say Sinbad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but something like that. They Not made him
0: out. Uh, they, but just ECW. I think ECW is what brought me back into wrestling again. Is that right? Yeah, watching ECW when I was in like I don't know fourth, fifth, sixth grade somewhere in there. You know, every once in a while at night, and they had like girls like with almost nothing on walking around in there and and you know i was watching it at 11 o'clock at night up in my room i was like this is the, oh my gosh this is the coolest thing in the <laughs> world and I, ecw ecw and the chance that would come out of there
1: i i think that i i who was your favorite out of all of them i i I have to admit that I did not watch much ECW. No, oh um, man, you're I, missing out. But when I when I think of ECW, I think of blood and gore and uh, you know barbed wire matches and you know uh, all kinds of just you the know.
0: craziest. I mean Terry Funk. Oh, they, there's always tacks in yeah. people's backs and staple guns. They take a staple gun and just <laughs> shoot each other with a staple gun.
1: And that Terry Funk is the guy who I think of first when I think of ECW. He to me is like the face, um, and I just and I think of his bloody face when I think of ECW. Terry
0: Terry Funk and Mick Foley were probably the craziest of the of those guys. But then the rest of them, like that's what they did, man. They got color every night, you know. They cutting each other, they cut up. And it, but it wasn't like they hid the blade, you know what I mean, like. <laughs> In their in their in their tape on their hand or or wherever some they say they had put them in their mouth. I don't, I don't think anybody. I would yeah. never put that in my mouth. But anyway, no there was no hiding it. They just walk up with a pizza cutter. Like New Jack could take a pizza cutter to your skull and just start <laughs> rubbing a pizza cutter across your head, <laughs> or a fork. Like it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. I, and I can't. The Sandman always had a cane. Not a cane, but like a. I don't know what you call those big cane.
1: Poll things. Oh my god, nuts. I can't imagine those guys got paid, especially early on in that, you know, in, in ninety two they uh, they introduced that ECW and it was they did like little tiny shows in Philadelphia. And I can't imagine for all the stuff they had to go through, they got paid very much to do that. I it was still such a small thing back then, and it really never got to the WCW or WWE level so but the, i mean they ended up doing and they had some pay per views. well then and wwe bottom
0: and then they kind of became ecw like the raw guys invaded ecw one day and then ecw was on uh, they'd have ecw invade raw and it got a little weird there for a while um but, but sabu was the one i was trying to think of. Sabu, sabu.
1: there you go uh but they do i i, I did hear some people talk about that ECW sort of introduced the Attitude Era in WWE. Absolutely,
0: in those hardcore matches. Even they in had. even in WCW, that's where Raven came from. That's where Saturn came from. Uh, Rhino in the WWE. All those like like that's where that
1: Attitude. Yeah, with I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'll tell you to go back to your question: WCW or WWE back then. WCW but Monday nights were so magical because it was I think WCW started like an hour earlier and finished an hour or half hour earlier or something like that and WWE was WWF I think still back then yeah. was uh was you know like from uh what 9 to 11 or something and it, or one of them was 3 hours one of them was 2 or something like that but anyway you would you would watch WCW and then you get to watch the last hour. The last but hour. But you would Raw. switch back and forth. Oh, we do it all the time. Yeah,
0: trying to catch the commercial at the right time or catch the end of Raw. Yep. And but I always came back to WCW. And WCW was the one who started the Thursday night thing. Remember they came out with that Thursday night Thunder? Yeah. And then a couple years later, all of a sudden WWE's got SmackDown. Yep.
1: Yep. Now WWE did when it was WWF did uh Saturday morning shows. Sure, yeah. Uh, That's they, how
0: that was how they did everything though. Yeah, the yeah. Raw didn't start probably
1: until the, I don't know, mid '90s anyway. Yeah, yeah. And they did Saturday oh, Saturday oh. Night Made Event was like the big thing for a while. There, yes. That's when you saw Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant wrestle and stuff like oh, that. Andre the Giant, uh,
0: Andre the Giant. I could do a whole podcast on Andre the Giant. <laughs> have you ever have you seen that HBO special on Andre the Giant? Yes. Yeah. Oh I my think gosh. It a long
1: time ago. Um, dude he had Elephantitis of the body. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He is. I don't. I feel like I would be afraid of him if I was. And apparently, he was a very nice, gentle guy and everything. He did not like regular people coming back in the locker room. I know that he used to. He would. He would
0: have words for them. But regular but people. Yeah. But he. Yeah. He liked to play cards. He liked to drink
1: beers. Did he call them smalls or anything like that? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I
0: wonder what he called regular people. I mean, because Hulk Hogan's six seven, six eight, and looks like he's four foot three standing next <laughs> I to know. Andre the
1: Giant. It's so crazy how big that guy was, and he, you know, it didn't happen a ton, but he, you know, when in big matches, he had to hit the floor a bunch, you know. Yep. And, and to Not get th- up to be that
0: big and have to get back up, but you don't but- have to get up, you don't have to hit the floor that much, right? When you're that big, that's part of the of the drama, mm-hmm. like the that was, you know, even uh, even the giant now, you know, or or. It, Kevin Nash guys like that you just the the drama was knocking them down they'd get the wiggly feet and the wobbly feet would start happening and then you didn't know and then maybe they'd drop to a knee your first three
1: punches didn't phase them at all it was like it was like a flea yes and then you hit them six more times and suddenly they're coming to or later in the match, especially if you're a star, you know, Hulk Hogan is getting beat up by Andre the giant. And suddenly he hits him late in the match. He gets this, you know, this jolt of, uh, energy out of nowhere and, and hits him. And then suddenly they hurt more now. (laughs) What are your thoughts on, on Ric Flair? I, I was, I mean, everybody's a huge Ric Flair fan. I was never, I was never a big Ric Flair fan. I just didn't care for. I, I it bothered me. He was like an overactor, right? He was way over-actor, and he yeah. And I mean, his whole persona and stuff, I didn't care for either. Either, but the how red his face would get, and his his veins and his neck would pop out, and he would just go so hard talking and cutting promos. <laughs>
0: I love those. Though. <laughs> I, I love. I think they told those guys to do. I mean, look at every. Oh, yeah. Look at every Ultimate Warrior promo was I, the I same way, and you love those. And his yeah, yeah. every's got every
1: vein popping out of his face too. He was Just different. I don't know what it was about Ric Flair. I don't know if it was the fact that he looked seventy years old when he was thirty or what. But yeah, he
0: had flabby flabby titties
1: when he was like <laughs> forty, and you know I could never tell if his hair was blonde or gray. Or I could white or white. Yeah. I remember, yeah um it was <laughs> hard to tell i i just wasn't a big rick flair guy and that's to this day i mean he's I, to his credit he's getting a ton of attention now yeah, because I mean, he's, he's 500 years old and he's almost died like 437 times he's a living legend he's he makes he collaborates on shoes with damian lillard for some reason he i mean Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. And his good daughter good is a
0: star. His daughter is good. His like Charlotte Flair is a phenomenal wrestler. She is like she's she's a she's not like like nowadays these girls are not. It's not like seeing Sable out there trying to wrestle
1: Miss Elizabeth or something like these chicks <laughs> are good. They they are good. Miss Elizabeth was the most meek. Oh, we should do a, we could do a whole podcast on just managers. Dude, that Miss a-
0: Elizabeth thing is a—it's uh, on that that whole deal's on—is uh, on there. Like she, like I, if I'm not mistaken, the whole Miss Al- when she died, she was she was with Lex Luger, and Lex Luger was apparently some—you know—there might have been some shady stuff going on, and nothing ever really came of it, and you know it was kind of it was kind of shady because you know Macho Man was. He was a very jealous, he was a really jealous guy. You know what I mean, man? <laughs> yeah. He didn't hang out with everybody afterwards. He just got Miss Elizabeth back to the apartment. Uh, uh,
1: former Red. I mean, he was he, he was a, always, always, upset, yeah. about, uh, always upset about his Major League Baseball career being yeah. derailed. But I would be, too. Uh, me, too. But, hey, you know what? Lex Luger right now is uh, probably paying for whatever he did to Miss Elizabeth because I don't know if you've seen him, but. He has like half a body, and he's lives his life in a wheelchair. And oh man, yeah.
0: Do you remember when Lex Luger tried to grow out a uh, a goatee? I don't. Well, he was remember in the that. NWO, his Wolf Pack, and like every other week, he'd have a goatee, and he'd be like, "Eh, <laughs> Lex,
1: eh, shave it off, bud." Not quite sure that's you. Did you feel the same way about when when Hulk Hogan turned heel, went to the NWO, came out as Hollywood Hogan, and? <clears throat> and did the still had the same mustache but did the dark black the dark black uh beard sh- beard shadow sort nah. of and was that
0: real hair or makeup? I'm gonna say it was real hair, but it was still dyed. I mean it wasn't yeah. yeah. I think it was still I think it was still his regular regular facial hair, but just dyed. I don't know. He's a uh old boy is uh Hulk Hogan, is Hulk a whole different cat, man. That dude's just a whole different cat.
1: You know why it's perfect that we are doing this on this day, this what? episode on this day? Why? Because it's Hulk Hogan's birthday. Today's Hulk Hogan's birthday? Today is Terry oh, Bollett's birthday. Oh, Terry Belay Mr.
0: <laughs> Bollett. First off, first off, thank you for listening as you have for years. Good we best. tried to get him on, but he's, he was busy tonight. He's, he's got a show in Indianapolis, and he wasn't able to come on. Yeah. Um, he's working right now. Probably got a third or fourth hip. Um... Trying to trying to go down anyway. Happy birthday, man! Good for you, bud. Want to say, sixty-eight? I think. Is he really? I don't think. I think I Jeez saw sixty-eight. Pete, that's insane, man. would have You know what's crazy is you. You watch this dark side of the ring. Like I, I love this dark side of the ring. They're in their third season, and man, so many wrestlers died young. Yes. Yeah. So. Many unbelievable talents are gone. And then you got Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. They'll be alive till they're 137 years old. Because they're 134 now. And they will, and at the same time, they will still be going to the tanning bed. Every single day, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna <laughs> die of
1: whatever cancer you get from no, that. They're day. past that. Uh, that's, <laughs> no,
0: they don't even have real skin anymore.
1: It's made out of leather yeah. now, it's not it's even
0: just... real skin. I think their skin has been amputated
1: and they just threw some leather on their body. <laughs> it blocks it, it, just blocks the UV rays, and no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I happened to see that earlier today. This Hulk. Matter of fact, the Iron Sheik. Uh, oh. commented on Hulk Hogan's birthday, said something hilarious about it on Twitter. If you Iron don't follow, Sheik if you is the Twitter, best Twitter follower follow there is. 100%. If you do not follow the Iron Sheik and you are on Twitter, you are making a mistake. You have got to follow that guy. He is so funny. All right. So I want to play a game.
0: I want to play a game. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. All right. We have to go back. And you just say a wrestler's name. Okay. First one that can't think of a wrestler's name. Oh, Loses. God.
1: Yeah, we got we are 55 minutes. You only got you only
0: got 5 sec you got 5 seconds. 5 seconds to think of a name when it's your turn. <laughs> you want to go first or second?
1: Oh my god. Um I don't care. You start. All right, Hulk Hogan. Ultimate Warrior. Sting. Randy Macho Man Savage. DDP. Uh Kevin Nash. Edge. Christian. Chris Jericho. Uh <laughs> well, that—that's bothering me. Hold on, uh, uh, animal. <laughs> you've got like they written down. I've got them all ri- oh, Okay, hold on. Um, let's see. Uh, Goldberg, Rock, <laughs> David Arquette, <laughs> Steve Austin, <laughs> uh, the Godfather. Oh, that's a good one.
0: Uh, he's in one of the uh, dark side of the ring after dark thing Ooh. that they do. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Gold Dust. Let me go Remember?
1: Ravishing Rick Rude.
0: Oh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's just go, uh, Davy Boy Smith, British Bulldog. There you go. Let's go, Owen Hart and Honky Talk Man. Oh, that's a good one. How about Bret Hart? How about him? How about Jim the Anvil Nightheart? Oh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Mm, Scott Steiner. Boss
0: man, the big boss man, uh, Rick Steiner. How about the Ultimate Warrior? I already said him. What? Um, Did I yeah. just lose? <laughs> no, I just lost. Oh. is that how you lose, Mister Perfect? Oh, Mister Perfect, that's a good one too. Chris, oh.
1: uh, IRS or R. Scheister?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Jericho. You
1: said him already. Chris Benoit. <laughs> Chris Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying your former ones and my former ones. <laughs> did you say Chris Benoit too? No. Oh. You said Chris Jericho
0: already. I though. did say Chris Jericho. Remember <laughs> I mean, the Dudley brothers? Well, I already said Dudley them. boys, I mean, yeah. The Dudley yep, yep, boys yep. were, they had, they just, it was like five of them. Mm-hmm. None of them looked alike.
1: Oh, I thought there were two.
0: No, there was Why three they? of them. There was a little tiny guy, and then there was... Uh, oh. Bubba ray dudley <laughs> speaking of tiny guys my next one is gilberg <laughs> gilberg <laughs> uh you know the one two three kid oh. six six pockers x or whatever you wanted to call names. him he yeah. was, sean waltman that dude is he dead or
1: is he still alive i for, I don't even know who's dead and alive I'm anymore. not sure i'm pretty he- i'm pretty sure he's still alive he was he was with I think he had a relationship with China yeah in real life. a legit real relationship with with China yeah and I th- didn't Triple H also have a, have an actual real life relationship with her
0: uh, I think that was all on screen I don't think that was for was real. was it yeah because he's been he he like got married to Stephanie McMahon like years ago pretty early yeah. on yeah I think that was on screen I think that was all on screen but oh DX oh uh, my next wrestler Linda McMahon. Linda, that's, i guess it counts because she smacked him she <laughs> smacked vince mcmahon once so uh i gotta say how are we still doing this or did i already lose all right i already lost all right so let's get into we've been doing this for an hour now so we won't do it too much longer because we could do it forever but i want to i let's talk I, I got let's talk about dx yeah yeah you remember dx right the
1: generation x absolutely
0: so dx that was all wwe right yes because because so. there were some nwo guys that kind of switched swapped back and forth and did the did the thing over to the dx but dx was started if i'm not mistaken with triple h and uh Sean Michaels. x Pac, and sean might was on oh, then x Pac came in with them
1: yeah i think so yeah, yeah I, them and then the uh, the um oh my gosh the badass Billy
0: Gunn. Yeah, and Billy Gunn. The road dog, Jesse uh, James. New age the Outlaw. new age outlaws. That was my favorite. I used to do that all the time. I still, to this day, will just all of a sudden go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> children, children of all, all ages, boys. D-Generation X proudly brings to you the badass Billy Gunn. I love that. That was fun. I yeah. love that. that was to fun the thousands watching here in the millions and millions watching at home i loved oh man i love that <laughs> those two they would be on my mount rushmore of oh i don't know maybe not there's a lot of good, good tag, of tag, teams, tag teams dude oh, there's some gotta, good tag teams really give that some thought, earthquake yeah, in uh in typhoon tug, tugboat well, yeah. t- tugboat typhoon whichever yeah. they're both the same guy uh um, the natural disasters. The natural disasters you had. Who was the who was the boss man's, uh Was he?
1: I think he was Sergeant of- Slaughter. Did him and Sergeant Slaughter get together? Uh, uh, that's that's the thing. Like, <coughs> there were there were matches where they just matched up guys that weren't actually tag teams, but they made them tag teams for matches. So it's number, hard to remember. Number one tag team, favorite tag team of all time. Mud?
0: on the count of three, I bet it's the same. Kay. Ready? One, two, three. The, the Rockers. Rockers. Ah, I love it! Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Shawn Michaels and Marty Janetti. Matter of fact, I just watched tonight before I came over. Marty Janetti's a goofball. <laughs> He's a crazy person. <laughs> He's an insane person. He's the next Chris Benoit, maybe. But um, I watched the uh, what was it called? The Barber Shop, I think. Yeah, um, when, when he got when when, when, he, they, yep, when they broke yep, up. Yep, yeah. and he.
0: Shook his hand, then turned around and kicked him and threw him through the glass. Gave the sweet chin. Yes, yeah, sweet chin music,
1: which I also almost wrote down as one of the finishing moves.
0: But that's the big kick, right? I kind of like some of those big kicks. I like
1: those. I, I don't. I
0: don't. Some of them like look seriously
1: real. His was so like the the buildup, and he, he was would, so stomp his foot. He was and, so like,
0: good at smacking his back leg mm-hmm. at the exact time your face got there and make it sound like his foot. Is that smacked what he did?
1: your face. I assume that's what he did. I don't know. Because there, there are some kicks that I saw that I'm like, that, those are real kicks. Those guys might be actually knocked out. I mean, there, <laughs> there are some there, that are I was really... watching some
0: of these after darks on the dark side, uh, dark side of the ring, and these, some of these dudes were like, yeah, like, dude s- slapped me so hard in the chest that he knocked me out. Yeah. And I finished the match, and I don't remember finishing the match.
1: That's the thing, man. There's a lot that's not real, that's fake about what they do. But well, I mean, because the, the physical part of it yeah. is real, though. Like it's absolutely. It's, I mean, they go through a, their bodies go through a lot, and you see that with most wrestlers as they get older. It's like it's almost like retired football players. They're just like they've, like you said, they've got eight different hip replacements and knee replacements and shoulders and everything else, and and they're just they're messed up, and they go through the CTE stuff, obviously. Um, yeah, it's it's rough, man. It's a rough sport. The you you got to be, you got to have a you, special kind of. You got to be a different
0: kind of cat, dude. Yeah. You got to be a tough. You do got to be t- well. Back in the day, you had to. Nowadays, I don't know. I don't think they don't. Tra- I don't think they travel. Do they travel? As- I mean, obviously not now because of COVID. But is there is that kind of traveling still going on? Is there shows all during the week? I mean, we used to go to WCW shows. We watched Goldberg. Well, we tried to watch a full WCW show, but. We were distracted and ended up driving like all the way to I don't even know like Trader's oh, World up on Seventy One North, trying to get to t- the old Cincinnati Gardens. Adam, he can't <laughs>
1: he can't get over to get off on the right exit, so you end up going sixteen exits up to get off and and not paying any attention. And yeah, I uh, forget it. But I think that I think uh, I had no like because I I was at the Gardens all the time for Saber Games,
0: but yeah. I might have been slightly distracted by Sable Sable. <laughs>
1: Yeah. on yeah. the way up there yeah um but yeah yeah you're right it, we would go to shows on on weekdays and it was yeah uh, I, I, yeah you would and see those dudes would travel 300 days a year yeah uh, that's I, i'm sure they don't do quite like that anymore because there's way more money in the sport and everything now and and to put on the production that they do on the, for the big shows, but they never pay-per-view. did the
0: Nitro. I mean, we, like when you went to a to a sideshow for WCW, like we watched Goldberg wrestle. I can't remember who he wrestled, but yeah. we watched Goldberg at, at the Cincinnati Gardens, and there was no fireworks, with any of that kind of stuff going on. They introduced you, they came out, they wrestled, maybe they talked a little bit, and then it was over.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fought John Johnson or somebody. Yeah. You know, he just added to his added to the record, babe. Added to the record, some like uh, like wrestling coach from Cincinnati that somebody knew. Like, <laughs> hey, we need a guy to show up here to get beat up for you know four minutes. And uh, yeah, Goldberg's gonna let you know let Goldberg spear. That's the other thing
0: too. The spear, like that spear. That I mean, if you're standing there or if somebody throws you against the ropes and you're running towards them and then you get hit, folded in half and are falling back, I, I hate to tell you this, but. That hurts. It does hurt. Of course, it hurts. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Now you're
0: absolutely. not really getting punched in the face. That's not happening unless you're Brock Lesnar and you get mad at Braun Strowman and right. you punch him in the face. But, but yeah,
1: they're not actually getting punched. But this, a lot of those, that's a lot of that stuff is real, man. That, a lot hurts. of it is. A lot of stuff, stuff hurts. hurts. They, I, I think there was a story. I'm trying to remember who it was, but Andre the Giant. Maybe it was against. Um, I think it was against. The Ultimate Warrior, because that guy wasn't a good wrestler, you know, like they a technical all, wrestler. They all talked
0: about how he, he wasn't the best
1: technical wrestler, but he was so huge and athletic yeah. that he could make that work for him. Yeah, but he w- he did something. He he maybe, like, hit Andre a little harder than he should have or something, and Andre, like, gave him, like, a real headbutt or something like that. like a, <laughs> like, like, made him, like you know, basically told him without saying words, like look here, boy, you need to back it down a little bit. Look
0: here, boy, you getting a little, you getting a little too big for your britches. Yeah. You're never going to be seven foot seven, 587
1: pounds. There's a lot of good stories, man. If you watch, if you go back and watch like those, like the shows you're talking about and, and, uh, the undertaker just retired last year or whatever. He did so many interviews and started talking like, you know, telling real stories and stuff like that a lot. And, um, and he told some good stories, and I think he told he told a couple stories like that. Like, yeah, there were some incidents in the ring where you actually, guys, you know, a guy would be getting a little bit too aggressive, and uh, you had to kind of, you know, check him a little bit.
0: The the superstars, you know, that was their thing, right? You once you become a superstar, you expect everyone to to go about the business right. But when you're not a superstar, You got to make things look as real as possible. Yeah. And sometimes you make things look a little too real and the superstars turn around and uh, they make it look just as real as you just did, but they're bigger and stronger and been doing it for a long time.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's like, it's probably like comedy. You got to just, you got to work at it for a long time and get better and get better and get better. And, uh, in all aspects, not just the wrestling part to make it look as real as you can, but you know, cutting promos and doing – and some guys are, are naturally more talented than others at those kind of things yeah. and, and have a better – you know, the rock is, is – you know, he just had that charisma. He just – he naturally has that thing yeah. about him. And yep. so it worked really well for him. And other guys, you know, don't can't have talk. that. Some yeah. people can't talk. I mean, that's why
0: – but that's – a lot of those kind of people, that's why they had the managers, right? So –
1: you had um, throw a mask on them, make them silent,
0: well, or just make them silent, right? Like the Undertaker. I mean, I mean, Paul Bearer made. I'm um, Ga- Ga- Eric. How do you say his last name? Gag Gagnon. Gagne- oh, Eric Gagnon. Gagnon. Yep. He. I mean, he was saying like the under, like Paul. Paul Paul Bearer made the Undertaker in the beginning because of his. Dude was just like Paul Bear scared me more than anything in the world when I was a kid. That dude scared me more than the Undertaker scared me. I was scared to death of that guy. And now Paul Bear is the funniest oh my character oh, to ever be in wrestling. So funny to go back and watch that. <laughs> so funny. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, but that's why they had the managers and and uh, Hart Jimmy Hart, you know, had all kinds of people he managed throughout the years, and a lot of them were just people that were just good wrestlers but couldn't talk right and then you had some guys that maybe needed somebody like that like like uh Crippler Crossface Chris Benoit like, like that dude didn't need to talk because his facial
1: expressions scared you enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah and his his mind scared you enough yeah
0: i mean if you watched that thing he was he wasn't that bad of a dude he was a really good dude everybody loved him he, it was just a you know something snapped something mm-hmm. happened Something happened. I think that C T E got a little more to do with some of that stuff than, than I, he, his finishing move was literally a flying headbutt off the top ropes. That's what he did. He flew off the top ropes and dropped his head onto your chest. That was his finishing I mean, outside of the Crippler Crossface. That's what he did.
1: I mean then, it doesn't get any more then he head home, than he got trauma than that. He got home and somebody left the cap off the milk and he lost his Lost his cool. Dude, if you watch,
0: go to the, you, <laughs> look, you kidding. can't just take this one. You <laughs> can't take, I know the dude murdered his wife and, 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 and whole kids family. And, and it's that's terrible, right? right? I get that. And I'm laughing and joking about it. Well, I mean, we all know that it's serious. But go back and watch the Dark Side of the Ring on Crispin while there's a two-parter on, it, on that. Uh, if you don't have Hulu, you can have my Hulu and watch it. But I'm going to tell you right now, dude was beloved by everyone, even his wife and kids. Well, except, for, I mean, towards the end, he was getting weird, and they have documentation where he was getting a little weird towards the end. But for years, he was the greatest thing in the world.
1: Mm. I, I'm sure it was something, some sort of like CTE thing or something like that. Well, I, I hope I, it
0: was because, I mean, the way these people talk about him, he was beloved. I mean, at a Monday Night Raw, when he died, when all that, when the whole family was dead, they did a whatever bell, ten bell salute or whatever for him. Everybody's out there. I mean, him and Eddie Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero, all those dudes were super, 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 super tight. Right? They wrestled in Japan together forever, and 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 um, you know they're out there crying. Like he he was he was beloved by those people. And then, like, Vince McMahon had to come on two days later and apologize for doing that because then he found out the dude murdered his whole family.
1: Yeah. Yep, that's, uh, that's a crazy thing. Uh, speaking of that, I think we make this the last thing before we jump into the comedy segment. Oh, we still got to do comedy. Your, do you remember where you were or what? Were you watching the pay-per-view when Owen Hart? Owen Hart, no. I was not watching. We did. I was not watching the pay per
0: view. He was the. He was doing that whole run where he was the blue feather man or blue bird or whatever. Blue or something. was that what it was? I don't remember what it was. But he was like a bird. That's Owen Hart's got a two part in that dark side of the ring too. I gotta watch this dude. Man. This dark side of the ring. I'm telling you, it is phenomenal. And the ones that you're like, oh, this looks stupid. I don't know any of these people's names. I don't know anything. Watch those too, because. You know everybody else in it except for that dude. Hmm. I'm telling you it's awesome. All right. So anyway, I was not watching it, but I do remember I'll remember like it was yesterday when it happened. There was a girl that I worked with at Hobby Lobby, girl named Heather. She ended up getting a tattoo of Owen Hart. She wanted to be a wrestler. She wanted she had a full tattoo of him on her calf. Wow. Literally got it like a month or two before he died. Before? Before he died.
1: And I don't know anybody else that was that big an Owen Hart fan. but <laughs> That's wow. what I thought when I was working there, and I was like, Does seriously, she know who Owen his Hart? His brother
0: is? She went to that Ricky the Dragon Steamboat uh, wrestling camp is that, that right? he's got in, in Ohio, somewhere in Ohio.
1: Wow. Yeah. Richard the Dragon Steamboat. That's Did uh, I say Richard? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that, wow. Man, That's <laughs> I can't believe somebody had a an Owen Hart. Tattooed. Oh, I assume she still does. I would, I would guess. Yeah. yeah, more than likely. She wanted to be a wrestler so bad. Wow, that's man, that's yeah. something else. Uh, how do we find out if she ever got into wrestling? Do you know where she is now? No. Huh. We might have to maybe look. She her used up to be on a Facebook
0: roommate with. She used to be a roommate with uh, Kelly something that used to go to school with your brother at St. Martin's.
1: Hmm. All right, we'll never find that. We'll never figure that out. No, I I, girls have different last names now. That's the hard thing. Yep. Um. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe she's married to the wrestling business and never got married. And. Eh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Look, we've got to. Uh, we we've got to get to our comedy segment. Let's get to the.
0: Let's get to the comedy segment. Wrap this up. We will do. We will do this again, but we will have someone in here with a more structured uh, way to go about this.
1: We could really do, so we could go so many different directions. We could just do an
0: ECW podcast. We could do a 80s wrestling podcast. We could do a 90s WCW podcast and an Attitude Era WWE podcast. We could do, we could just split it up and just do like an eight-part wrestling podcast. We could. We could do uh, tag team podcast. We could do greatest champions of all time
1: podcast. <sighs> this one, did, not so popular on Facebook tonight. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe we won't do all that. But. I could care less. <laughs> yeah. I don't really care. I've never done this for Facebook live. This has <laughs> never
0: been done. We never That's did. True. We That's did true. this so we could record the video and put it on YouTube. That is the <laughs> only reason it's ever been on Facebook live. If you're watching, thank you. We appreciate oh, it. Absolutely. However, I don't care if we have four people watching or if we have four hundred people watching.
1: <laughs> and you're right, we do appreciate the people who are watching, um, but we've got to wrap up All right, the wrestling on, part go. of this thing now. It's over. So we can go to Butch Bradley from Las Vegas. A recent, recent, uh, just from tw- was it 2021 or 2020? I forget. Dusty Roads. Dusty Roads.
0: I don't know. I'm just still naming wrestlers. (laughs) Okay.
1: All right. George, George, the animal steel. We should keep that going forever. (laughs) Just throw a name out. Once in a while, maybe once a podcast, one of us just throws a, (laughs) throws a wrestling name out in the middle of nothing. I love it. All right. Perfect. I'm going with Butch Bradley, who is not a wrestler. That's not my wrestler name. Um, From Las Vegas. Looked like he could be a retired wrestler or an older oh, yeah. wrestler, actually. He looked like he just got
0: Botox um, yeah. on both sides of his eyebrows because um,
1: the the sides of his eyebrows go
0: way up in the air. Um,
1: and looked like he's, he had a nice day in the sun with some sunglasses on the whole time as well.
0: Yes. Well, the, he, he looked like old boy had a little work done to him. In the very beginning, he walked out, and he says... Uh, let's keep it going for the single gay guys in the audience. And then he said, let's keep it going for the black people, right? Well, when he said single gay guys, I was like, oh, he's cheering for himself. And then come to find out he's married to a little Mexican girl from Mexico City. I wondered that too at first,
1: and then yeah, he did mention his girl. Old boy time. is
0: flamboyant with the hand motions. He oh
1: my, ooh, just little tuck, little tuck up the, underneath the face. The,
0: the the neck, the neck, the hold. neck hold. Both hands, one hand, sure, the cross yeah. hand. He did it all. <laughs> he did it all. Okay. Outside of that, outside of that part of things. This is a, we're talking about a comedian now that this is a crowd worker, right? This is, this dude, he's a crowd, you are not a crowd worker fan. This is, we have been on, we have been on point for the last three, four weeks on, on our comedy segments. I've got a feeling we are different today because I enjoy a little crowd work, right? Um, Especially when you already know what you're looking for. when He knew what he was looking for when he walked out because it rolled into his next joke. He had four people picked out before he walked out on stage. I love that. I like that. I don't like a guy who just sits down and talks to people and hopes somebody says something that he can try to figure out. He did a, I thought he did a pretty good job with that.
1: And you give it a Oh
0: my ranking right off the bat. Sure. I was just I was just jumping in. Okay, so um, or finish your finish, everything you think about the guy. No, he's you know. uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, he did a good job with the with the crowd. I like it was good crowd work. He He did he had enough of the off the top of your head stuff, but he had a lot of stuff that was pre, premeditated to say to somebody. But he also used what they said and turned a couple jokes in before he put it into it. Uh, the poor the poor poor guy in
1: the blue shirt back there.
0: He was by himself. There was no one in either chair next to him either.
1: I, that dude it was weird. That was So weird. Adam Schmidt when he went to New York City a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, the difference is, is you would have been laughing or at least turning red or having facial expressions of some kind. If somebody was doing that to you, right? I'm glad you said that. You'd have been the, the old black lady in the back cackling the whole time. <laughs> that would have been me, probably. Um, that was you, yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to tell you this: I laughed. I, la- I I didn't watch it last night. I plan on watching it last night, but I watched wrestling till four o'clock in the morning. That's good work. Uh, just getting ready for the show, man. So, he got up at six thirty. So (laughs) unbelievable. Yeah. Not easy. That's very dedicated. Running on fumes, running on fumes right now. (laughs) Um, but no, when I, when, when I watched, I, I downloaded it to the iPad when I got up this morning Got in the shower, downloaded it to the iPad. I was in the shower. Got in the car. I got a long drive back home from West Virginia. Put it up in front of the steering, right, right between the steering wheel and like where the hit it Be careful up. Careful now. Hit nuts. No, all right. I hit cruise control, so I didn't need to see my speed limit. My speed. You didn't have to look at the road. You didn't. No, have to no. I was shooting down right thirty-two. Now. It's is one of those things where I'm going. It's it's right in front of my face. Just below the windshield, so I can get a little up-down with the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. You got to check your mirrors all the time anyway. Might as well check a screen while I'm doing it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should be careful.
1: <laughs> it's Just a fourth mirror.
0: Yeah. So
1: anyway, so
0: anyway, <laughs> I was mostly listening because it hooks up to my car, so I had it on the, on the speaker. So I was mostly listening, and when something weird would start to get talked about, I'd shoot a little glance down there and see what was going on. Didn't get in an accident. Oh, I'm gonna get so many calls tomorrow. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I hope your text. mom is watching. I this. know. I'm gonna text and calls. I'm not a reckless driver all the time. <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna tell you. I was cracking up on my way home. I was laughing hard. He got into the 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 being a husband thing. I love when people are so honest about how what life is that nobody wants to talk about, right? He was like, I'm in the bathroom, and you're talking to me. You know what I'm doing in here? I'm making faces at you. I'm, like, I'm trying to piss in here. I love honesty in comedy that no, nobody talks about things. that they, I talk about pooping and farting all the time. It's my favorite thing to talk about. People don't like talking about that. I love when people talk about honesty, honest things that – Seem taboo, not taboo, but just nobody talks about. You get so that in comedy it. for sure, for sure. And this dude did a good. I, I enjoyed it. I gave him a four point three. I thought it was really good. I was surprised. It was really good.
1: Yeah, the, um he's. I don't know how old the guy is, but he's an older guy, a little bit older guy. With all
0: the work he's had done, he looks like a 43 44 year old. He's probably, probably,
1: probably 50s. late fifties. 50s. <laughs> <laughs> Late fifties. That was okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But uh, so that makes me think he's been around for a long time, and and um, and you can tell that because I agree that he's a good. I think he's a good comic. I yes. think he's he has it all planned out in his mind, and it's it's planned and out in his mind. Thing, but,
0: things are things come back to him quick. He doesn't miss something. Yeah. He like the guy. He didn't plan on the guy looking back at the dude behind him. However, later in the show he said, "Looking back on it, unlike you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like those are those are things that some people will let skip by them that they could have came back to."
1: Him. Yeah. Uh so he he did, he knew what he was doing. I agree with that. Um I I like I like a little crowd work. I like a crowd work if you're good at it. I think very few people are really really good at it. Um I think he did. I think he did too much, and you were I spot knew, on. I knew I, you were going to say it was too much. But I, I've been to shows that were kind of ruined by too much crowd work. I, as a matter of fact, I went when I was in LA a couple years ago. Um, there was a show. Went to the Comedy Store. Was it? Uh, I think it was at the Comedy Store. Great lineup. Saw a bunch of really good people. People I was really excited about, and there was one guy that was a little bit a little bit older comic, and he did all crowd work. He almost touched on every single person. Is there? Uh, every single person.
0: <laughs> I probably got bugs down here, man. We're in the I dungeon, dude. That's what happens in the dungeon.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know if my, my eye is just going out. Anyway, sorry. It was one of your long eyelashes. Maybe. Um. So it, it, he just, it, like, the the whole, like, mood of the, the room changed after his set. Cause he just did crowd work and he just like went through and made fun of everybody. And if you're really good at it and really funny. Okay. If you're not really, really good at it though, if you're even just okay, it, it that could, that could, that's a big risk. I think that could really change. Cause if you're sitting there and they, a guy like me, especially, um, you know, who's embarrassed by the, at the drop of a hat by anything, um, you know, I I could be at a wedding with six thousand people and I can't dance because all eyes are on me, right? <laughs> and so, and that's how you know that's how I feel, and I think a lot of people are like that. If somebody says something about you, and especially if it's oh, you look like a serial killer, that's been done so many times. Sure. And it's so, what you like followed that, up with, though. It's not just yeah. If you just
0: go, hey, look at the serial killer in the third row, right? That's meh, I'm not into that. It's the follow-ups, the 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 if you can if you can come back to it the correct way and then and, and that's what I'm saying with this guy is he already had jokes planned for it that made the crowd work fun for me. For me, it did. Yeah, maybe not for the guy in the blue shirt. Yeah, yeah. that's what, And especially I think that's when why he goes, when he goes, him. when he goes, the fact that you have no facial expressions at all have just confirmed
1: everything that's going on in my mind. And to me, it, and I was thinking, he doesn't have facial expressions because you aren't really saying anything funny to this guy. I mean, I, I, totally, get where, I totally get that guy not really laughing that much at him.
0: I would be cracking up at
1: that. I, I, and I think some of the people, you know, that he was also talking to a lot were laughing as a courtesy a little bit, like gave him that courtesy laugh. Because not everything, you know, a lot of stuff he was saying was... Kind of eh, typical stuff. Now, he was really funny at times as well with it. He really was. And overall, I think he's he's a good comic, and he's he is funny for sure. So I, I didn't love him. I definitely didn't hate him. I thought he was pretty good. I gave him a 3.9. Oh, wow. We weren't nearly as far off as I thought we would be.
2: Yeah. You wow. 4.3. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Man, course. I
0: thought we were going to be way off on this. I was I was for sure. When he brought the two chairs up, the two empty chairs up, yeah. and sat down, I laughed so hard at that. And then when she came in and immediately said, sorry, I was out there winning big. <laughs> I couldn't come here. And then he told her, you need to pay your car payment. And she said, what WTF plane is day? I was like, oh, that is so, so great. Yeah.
1: I wish I was there to, to sit next to that guy, <laughs> in for that moment. The enormous her enormous husband. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, I, I, Butch you know Butch Bradley. I'll I'll recommend it.
0: Absolutely. Yep. And Butch Bradley. It uh, was it? It was just called From, From Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know when this was taped. It said it came out in 2020, but obviously it was taped in early 19 sometime, but. Because there was a group of people there, so
1: yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so for next week, we've got a—I've got a comedy special, and um, you've got a, a Mount Rushmore.
0: Yep, I've got a Mount Rushmore. I'm not going to steal yours for two weeks from now, but I'm going to keep the same trend going. Okay, I'm going to go with. Uh, Mount Rushmore of hardcore doesn't have to be ECW; it probably will be, but hardcore professional wrestlers.
1: Okay, so that's gonna be Foley, Sabu. It's gonna be anybody who who was in a match that there was blood, tacks, yeah, staples, weapons, of chairs,
0: color. tables. People that specialize in table and chair matches, those kind of the, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay. I got gotcha. you. All right. That's good. Uh, and then I, for the comedy special, have a newer special just came out this year at least uh, called Dave Dave Hellem is the gentleman's name called DJ the Chicago Kid.
0: How do you spell Helm.
1: H-E-L-E-M. Oh, this easy. is on Amazon Prime. You'll find this. DJ the Chicago Kid. So, I don't know this guy, uh, but... It worked new, out with Butch Bradley. It worked out with Butch Bradley. It's worked out for us before. Yeah. new people, so uh, excited to see somebody new again. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And, and look, we promise we will talk about the hardcore pro wrestlers in our Mount Rushmore next week. It will not be an all-wrestling no, podcast not, again. Well,
0: but, I mean, I feel like you're saying that just, be, just going off of views one night on a Facebook live, right? Like we're we've been on here for an hour and a half now. Like I mean we're not gonna have a ton of people here watching us for an hour and a half. There's not a ton of people that are into that. You put that thing onto the onto the iTunes or onto the face tube or the or the YouTube and uh, the 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 uh, uh the new radio. What's the new radio yeah, called? Snapgram and the Snapgram and yeah. the chat snap chat, chat, snap, chat snap chat snap snap chat yeah. snap it it's all right, you'll figure it out sometime. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get these insta snap, InstaSnap, right, yeah. Chatgram. no, chat snap, insta snap. Those are my kind of two okay. go to's there. Okay. Uh, but no, what's the what's the the radio? The oh, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Yeah, we get we get quite a bit on the iHeartRadio, we get quite a bit on the iTunes and the, and the SoundCloud and all that good Spotify, stuff. Uh, yeah, Spotify. So, That's where that's that's where that's where it comes from. Hit, just get on there, sub subscribe, like. If you don't like it, then like it, and then tell us in the comments that you don't like it. What do you think the title of this
1: episode should be?
0: <sighs> I don't, I I don't know. Like, if I was doing it, I would just say nosebleeds. One sixty. What are we at? One sixty six. One sixty eight. Two. One sixty two. Nosebleeds 162 uh, Professional Wrestling I don't
1: know It's gotta be something It's gotta be something add. that pops I-, I have to give it some thought
0: You always it, you, I'll it, tell you it. what man My favorite thing now Since you took over the Posting Once COVID came And you took over the posting onto uh The The uh, All the different Grams and all that My <laughs> Favorite thing Is to get on On like a Friday morning And say Ah uh, what is this one called? I think last week was uh, neck pains or, or, or pain, pain in the, the neck. neck. Yeah, because <laughs> you were having bad pain oh, in the neck so that day. Bad
1: the whole time was so bad. And now I'm not going to remember because my memory is terrible. But I li- I went back and listened to the whole episode, and there was something that I think that you said toward the end of the episode. I'm like, oh my god, that would have been a perfect. <laughs> it made me crack up, and it would have been a perfect title, and I just didn't remember it. So I got I gotta do a better job of remembering the best stuff. Nah,
0: I'm terrible at that too.
1: Anyway. So there All
0: you right. go, we're ready to go. So we've got Dave Helm, we've got uh uh Mount Rushmore of
1: of uh hardcore wrestlers. And uh How how about this? All right, let's hear a suggestion for the title. Give me a hell yeah. I'm in I'm in for that. I'm in for that. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad at like all. We will we'll, we'll definitely give that some consideration. Yes. Um thank you again, Eric Gagnon.
0: Yeah. You know who I was surprised didn't uh, chime in one bit at all or that I even saw join in on the uh, on the live is uh is Mr. Jared zizer
1: Must have had after something last going week, tonight. after last week I f- I for sure thought this would be his. I might have to send this episode to him specifically like like text it to him, or he's gonna, gonna be listening away. to
0: it, and as we're sitting here trying to think of people's names he's and names gonna be and moves, rattling he's them off. rattling' them off, like, oh my gosh, you guys are idiots! Why didn't you just call me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i got there's there's also other people that w- would would like to do I think maybe next time we do a wrestling, i we do we've got a good four or five when when sports come down right right now, it's just the middle of baseball season, which is it can be very boring. There's no basketball, no football. There's no nothing else going on right now. The Olympics are over, and it wasn't that thrilling, mostly because Simone Biles didn't do much. So this is a boring time, right? This is the time to get our wrestling in. Yeah. We maybe have another week or two to, to well, for us, we could do it anytime.
1: For our sports that we talk about most here, USA Basketball won gold, USA Baseball won silver. Yep. You know, got to love it.
0: That's it. That's about all we got. Simone Biles got bronze. Yeah. In the, uh, we already talked about that though. All right. So I guess that just means that uh, until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on.